Hey, Mom, how are you? I am great, son. How are you doing? Today? I am doing very well. No complaints. Do you want to go ahead and let everybody know who we are? Absolutely. We would like to welcome you to Politics with Mom. And you can find us on Politics with Mom at YouTube. You can also find us at Politics with Mom at gmail.com. And on Twitter, follow us on Politics with Mom. Outstanding. All right. So let's review the week. Now, we, we did a few weeks ago, uh, or a few episodes, I guess, ago, we did something called Groundhog Day, which was like, it just felt like you just rinse and repeat, and it's more of the same. And I think this yeah. week was anything but. Um, yep. which was cool. Like finally stuff is starting to happen. Uh, so I'm going to kind of recap and then you can dive into, you know, kind of the, the things you want to sort of chat about. All right. So good. starting the week was there was a, a Senate panel, Senate uh, panel that, that handled all sorts of things, security related Senate, which means Republicans are in charge of the Senate. So this was a Republican led panel that came out and said, okay, there was coordination with Russia. Paul Manafort is yeah. one that did it. Yes, there was Trump's people that were inside. There was a lot of people that were doing stuff in Trump's camp. This is Republicans yeah. saying this. It's not Democrats. Yes. It's Republicans saying this. So, you know, the, 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 the conspiracy part of me is like, you know, this is just, of course, this has all been going on. Mueller knew this. Everybody knew this stuff. And they were just delaying it. But at this point, they're just like, you know, I think it's their subtle way of being like, they know this has to end too. And they have yes. to get this thing out of the office and this, this, this mindset out of the Republican party. And so now all the dirty laundry is going to come out right around election time. I think there's more to come on that. So that was the first. Oh thing. yeah, I do too. So second thing. So that's, that's topic number one. If you want to talk about that, especially because that's around impeachment. I'd love to talk about that. But <laughs> number two, Steve Bannon gets arrested. So Steve yeah. Bannon, one of Trump's primary advisors, right, was in the White House. This is, and you have to look at who Trump surrounds himself with. The type mm -hmm. of people he surrounds himself with are the type of people he is. Like, it's, yeah. that's just what it's like, you know? And so Steve Bannon goes out, creates this whole thing, coordinated with a bunch of other Republican people, and goes out and says, we're going to build this wall because Mexico's going to pay for it. Of course, Mexico never paid for it. So they create this thing to get unfortunate uh, people who just don't question things. Maybe this is just karma for them, but you know, Hey, Americans, you should fund it. So they did to the tune of $24 million. And then they bought boats and, you know, had this great happy lifestyle. So he gets arrested for fraud. So he's in there arrested for fraud, picked off of a 150 foot yacht, by the way, um, when he was doing that, <laughs> then there's the postmaster uh, general. So this is the third thing that happened all this week so far. It used to be like, yeah. this is just one news story. Now it's like, okay, postmaster general, <clears throat> Democrats haul him in because he is removing boxes, removing mailboxes from different locations. He is shutting down shorting, uh, sorting machines in different post office. He was, you know, clamping down on, uh, there were reports of him clamping down on um, uh, overtime overtime payroll. So, you know, less hours and right. mail was starting to slow down measurable results. Everybody saw mail slowing down. And then mm -hmm. to the point where the post office uh, last week actually had, 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 and it was right after the, the last episode we did where the post office sent out warnings to the States, basically saying, we're probably not going to be able to meet all the demand for the, you know, for the election, election, wink, wink. Right. So right. now you've got, and then of course this is Trump's guy. This is the guy that he donated a ton of money to Trump's campaign. He's got a lot of, um, to the tune of millions, like it's somewhere between 30 million and 70 million. That bought himself that conflicts. position. 
essentially, right? So he gets hauled in front of the, the, the Democrats at the House because the House is there for oversight. That's what the House exists for, right? Is to oversight. Is it, the whole point of the U.S. is checks and balances. And so he gets hauled in there and, and kind of reverses course a little bit, which was great. To basically, he's like, I don't want it to even look like we're doing what you guys are saying we're doing. We really haven't been, but it, I kind of see your point is basically what he came out with. And then, so they're not removing boxes. They're not doing sort of machines. They've committed to making sure ballots go out. And now they're just going the opposite direction, which is good. Right. Um, so that happened. And of course, you've got Trump saying that, uh, coming out early this week, saying the only way, the only way he will lose this election is if it's rigged. The only way he can lose it if it's rigged and you laugh, but it's dangerous because there's 40%, 40% of the U.S. just went, hell yeah, that's exactly right. If he loses, mm-hmm. it's because it's rigged. It's just dangerous. Like I just cannot, just cannot fathom the people that are supporting this guy right now. So he's out there saying the only way it's going to be, it's going to be rigged. And then Mac, uh, Kelly, Kelly McManey, I'm probably messing up that last name, but the press secretary, basically they yes. go to her and say, listen, is Trump going to, because there's always been peaceful, like, and, and this was before my day, but maybe you remember this, the evidently Nixon and Kennedy had a really close thing back and forth and Nixon decided not to challenge and conceded because even though he thought there was some shenanigans going on mm-hmm. um, and uh, definitely Gore Bush, uh, mm-hmm. which was in my day where, you know, there was a legitimate reason to continue on if Gore wanted to, uh, but he decided for the good of the country so you have a Republican, which was Nixon, to, and for the good of the country, we got to move on. You know, I'm going to concede and move on. Gore, I'm going to concede and move on. And you got Trump going, I don't know, I'll think about it. I'm not sure. But if I lose, it's because it was rigged. So I doubt it kind of thing. <laughs> and then you've got the press secretary basically mirroring that, which is what made it really dangerous. Because yeah. now instead of this lunatic that's in office right now tweeting out whatever's in his brain at the moment, which to be honest, there's a a lot of a lot of his supporters see that and be like, ah, you kind of got to overlook that. So, which you don't, because that's the, the whole danger of it is overlooking that because it festers. But now that's infecting the the press too, that that press um, reporter. So now she's parroting stuff. She's it's starting to become more mainstream in the White House now to be thinking, well, maybe we don't go. Maybe we do create a fight. Maybe we do challenge this. Maybe we get our side to go in the streets. And it's just like, oh, really? So that's just kind of some of the stuff that happened this week. And the big story was the DNC having their convention. So the Democrats had their convention this week for the most part. I think rave reviews is kind of oh, I fantastic saw. convention. Um, you know, you probably caught part of it. I caught part of it. Part of it. Um, and it was just, it was for me, my, my personal takeaway on it a hundred percent unbiased. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm biased because I'm looking for good in the world right mm-hmm. now. And where Trump is not that for me. But I look to the Democrats and I see their messaging and it was just like, we got a big tent. If you're, if you're progressive, if you're moderate, if you're independent, if you're Democrat, if you're Republican, come and join. Matter. And they had Republicans in there. They had a World War II veteran who had voted for Trump and he voted Republican since 1960 saying, I made a mistake. Trump has been the worst president. We have to stop this. A Republican old, you know, this guy's 96 years old, he voted Republican since 1960. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying, you got to vote. You had John Kasich coming in. Saying as a, and he's a Republican governor uh, or a previous Republican governor. He's coming in. He ran for president for crying out loud for Republican Party. Like he's he's a, he's a Republican, and he's at the Democratic convention saying you got to vote for Trump because real Republicans, real true honest honest Republicans, know their party's hurting, and they have to heal it. And the only way to heal it is to vote Biden this year so that they yep. can kick out this other stuff. Meanwhile, 
and this is probably the, the final thing, even though the DNC was huge, you have this QAnon conspiracy thing that's been creeping out there. Well, now there are people who have espoused this QAnon conspiracy stuff that are now being elected into Congress. So that's happened now. So now the Republican Party has gone so extreme, so weirdly conspiratorial that that's all that's left. And that's kind of what I think is happening here is all the moderates are leaving the Republican Party. They can't fix it, so they're leaving it. And so all that's left are the, this, this weird sort of radical ideology, in this, in this case, the QAnon stuff. And now they're electing people into office that believe this is exactly what they believe. This is the QAnon thing that the, have you, do you even know about this before I tell you? Um, uh, I know very little about it. Okay. So here's, here's what they believe. You'll love this. Cause this is, this is QAnon. Anybody that talks about QAnon, this is what they are espousing that the world is being overrun. Essentially there's this, this, this Illuminati kind of thing, right? It's always sort of some special exclusive groups. So there's this group of people who are satanic, you know, Satan worshipers, literally Satan worshipers and are pedophiles and who exhibit signs of cannibalism and they are destroying the world such, and they wore red shoes as a secret. That's the secret. If you wear red shoes, that's how you know that they're, they're signaling to each other that they're one of them, if they wear red shoes. So this, and this is all true. This is, you can look this up anywhere. So this is kind of what they believe. And some of the members include, of course, Hillary, right. Um, And Tom Hanks, Ellen DeGeneres. So these are the members. Now, guess who? Guess who's the savior? And if you're thinking Donald Trump, you'd be right. To them, Donald Trump is the only person that can save those. And he was asked about this in a press conference this week where he was like, well, what's wrong with that? Like, I guess that sounds kind of good. For him, it is. He's, he's this narcissistic ego that's just sucking in all this attention. So he loves that, that they're making up these comic book fairy tales about him. Except now that people are believing it because enough people are talking about it. Thank you, Internet. So enough people are talking about it where it's becoming real to people. And now they're electing people to Congress who believe this. This, this QAnon thing, there's also this other person called Q, hence QAnon, because there's this secret person that nobody knows called Q who's fighting the good fight along with President Trump. So he, this, this Q person is, uh, you know, the whole QAnon thing is what led to Pizzagate which is where one of their followers went to this pizza place, which was supposedly a pedophile ring to go rescue the kids that were being held there, walked into the pizza place with a gun and made the employees basically show him the dungeon where all the kids were, which of course it's a pizza place. There is no dungeon with kids. And of course he walked out arrested and realized, you know, made a terrible error, but Holy cow. Like, so you've, I see what's That's happening. Really, there. really it's, scary. You just need to research Republicans a little bit. And then this is what I mean by like a real Republican will realize they're sick and they need help. Like I'm saying not individuals, though there's probably some of those too, but just that concept of the Republican party itself has been taken over by this weird, weird thing. And there has to be a correction to help fix that. Because Republicans were never this, and they're becoming just, just it's it's just a it's a fascinating thing on the one hand to watch, uh, and the other hand, I look at the Democrats and go, you got this progressive thing that could also turn into that. So don't don't be too proud of yourselves either. You got to keep a check on that because I think, and again, I think there is room for conspiracy stuff. I believe that, but you have to have in small doses. 
right? Because the conspiracy, the fringe, like that's where you get some of the craziest ideas from, but sometimes they're great, right? And not most of them probably aren't, but sometimes there's something really cool that comes out of that. But when it's all conspiracy, then it's, it's too much and you don't have any, there's no moderates, there's no middle ground, there's no negotiation. And this is what the Republican Party has been. It's a party of obstruction and it has been for way too long. There's never been an idea they come out with. It's always just, you know, well, don't vote for the other guy's going to take your guns. Oh, well, don't vote for the other guy because he's going to allow Mexicans to come in and rape your kids. Oh, well, don't vote for the other guy because, you know, he's going he's to take away your doctor. But there's never a, here's what we're going to do. So in the DNC's convention this week, they basically said, here's all the stuff we're going to do. We're inclusive. We're, we want hope again. We want right. light again, right? We want love in the world again. Like, you know, not that hippie kind of love, but like just we understand we're not going to get everything that we want and you may not get everything that you want. But as an America, it's more important to be American than it is to be Democrat right now. It's more important to be American than it is to be Republican right now. And so just kind of pulling people together. It'll be really interesting to see what happens next week when the Republicans have their convention and what their messaging is. Because Trump oh, has already said, Trump has already said the Democrats, when they asked him about what that, he's, oh, it was just all doom and gloom, right? They were just talking about how they have a very dark vision for America. That's all he said. And the problem is his, his viewers didn't watch the DNC. So they just think that's exactly what happened because they don't question them. So of all of that, where do you want to take it? Holy cow. And plus, on top of that, one more thing that happened is 1.1 million more people lost their jobs. Yes. Filed, filed for unemployment, <sighs> yes. Yes, yes. Which, which yes. is a, about what it's been for the last few months. So, mm-hmm. and, th- and there is a, st- a, you know, a steady, uh, you know, steady, slow, slow recovery probably happening economically. But it is definitely split. Like if you're in the service sector or the hospitality sector, you are not seeing a recovery. No, and of course, not. Senate hasn't got, you know, the, the, the Congress hasn't gotten together, Senate and the House, they haven't gotten together to solve anything for anybody. So you've got people living off of, you know, a couple hundred bucks a week at this point, 300 bucks a week, maybe in some states. Yes, it's um, horrible. And 177,000 people have died. Yes. Yeah. With coronavirus, which used to be the big story, it used to be economics and coronavirus is all we talked about. So, right. But coronavirus is still out and it's still out there. That's the sad part. All of it is still out there. Yes. It hasn't is, gone away and it hasn't gotten any better. Right. And that's what the Democrats were saying. Basically, listen, you have two ways to go with this coronavirus thing. Like, let's make this right. a decision on coronavirus. Right. Do you want to have it where everybody sort of makes up their own rules and goes with what they got? Or do you want to have a strong federal government come in and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Right. And I'm voting strong federal government because there are times for that. Well, and Biden said that, that one of the very first things he will deal with is this coronavirus, which is what he has to. He has no choice. Yes. He has no choice. It has to be dealt with. He he has a choice, right? Because Trump has a choice. Trump could do that tomorrow. So there's obviously a choice there. Biden's going to make a better choice. Yeah, he's going to make the good choice. Exactly right. He's going to put the people first. And that's what he needs to be. So at this point, I'm, I'm in danger because I can hear it in my voice. I'm in danger of like really judging Trump people, which I try not to do because I try to understand where everybody Yeah, you is. don't want to do I'm that like, because but, cause even his But I don't, I don't get it. Like, well, I don't get it. I don't get the I, I still go back. I don't get any of this. Yeah, but I still go back to the same thing because even this week in the last couple of days and, and some 
very brief discussions. Um, it's very obvious that there's basically one thing or two things that they're looking at that Trump has done or that they feel very strongly about, and that is all they are looking at. They're not looking at the whole big picture. They're not seeing all of it. They're looking so why, at one little avenue. Why do you avenue. think that is? Because I, I agree you know, with you. you know but it's it like is? it's it's like selective, right? Where you see the one. It's, exactly. You know what, it's it's like when you're in a. I assume when you're in an abusive relationship. I don't have experience with that, as far as I know. Right. Um. But it's like that concept of like you do not. You just this person comes back to you. You know, mm-hmm. and or or sorry, you go back to that person over and over because you're like, oh well, they said they're sorry this time, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, I, yeah, I know, but but this one thing was right, so I'm going to do that again. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels like is like, you don't understand how abused this has been and how well, you don't have better healthcare and you don't have all these things right. that you think is going well. It's, it's rotten under, it's so rotten underneath right now that you well, can't, and, you and can't if you're going to be willing, you know, the concern that I had, the number one thing that I constantly look at is looking at his behaviors. When I see how he bullies people, when I see how he, makes nasty remarks against them. You know, this is stuff that we teach our children in middle school, how not to behave. But this is the president of our United States acting like this, calling people nasty, doing just ridiculous behaviors. That number one for me is the main reason that I will not vote for him. So so let me ask you, because you just and I'm and I'm asking just kind of curious. Are you doing the same thing that these other people are doing? Except you're looking for the one thing to not vote for him, for, and you're not and you're missing all the good stuff that he's bringing. So you know what I mean? Like, is it the opposite? Re rephrase that. So so you're saying, and I I don't disagree that the people that that are Trumpers at this point, anybody right. that's a Trumper is mm-hmm. is hanging on for dear life, right? So they're they're finding the one thing. And that's all they're going to focus on. And they have blinders on and they will not look at anything. They're not looking at other stuff to go like, oh my God, like the other 90% of this is junk. Why am right. I, I need to give up on my 10% and let go of that dream for at least four years. It's probably worth the temporary pain to get a much bigger payoff later. Right. But they're not doing that. They're saying, no, we're going to double down. We're going to, you know, cause this 10% worked fine. So the other 90% that's gone to crap, who cares? Are well, you doing I- the same thing when you say, I'm not going to vote for Trump because his behavior is horrible, but the other stuff is good. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to play their side. I can't, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, Yes, because that has been pointed out to me that, oh no, you just need to ignore that part and look at all the good stuff he's done. So what's all this good stuff? I don't know. That's the thing that kills me because so many times I get it. You know, I get the, oh, look at the good things he's done. And I'm like, okay, then list them. So what oh, do they say? Good for the economy. The economy was doing really good until coronavirus came along. That's the number one thing they say. But they don't know anything past that. Right. That's all they say. So when you say, well, what's good about the economy? Then they right. say, oh, it's going to be high unemployment. Stock market's doing well. Okay. But is that all the economy? Well, I, no. Right. No. And how did they get there? How exactly did the economy get good? Quote, unquote, good. Right. Right. And they don't probably don't know that. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say. So they're, they're just repeating at, somebody else's Or the other words. thing is, right. And the other thing is, the other big one I get is about guns. You know, that's a very big issue for people. I yeah. get it. I totally get it. But like I said, you know what? You need to look at the bigger picture because the bottom line is, guess what? They are not going to be able to do a whole lot about that because the bottom line is, number one, 
there's going to be such controversy over that. They have to be very careful. And again, I still keep going back to the verbiage. And the other thing is, um, right now, this country has so many other things. This is not a priority for anybody else. That this is exactly. not going to be something that they can deal with right now. Yep. So to me, that is a non-issue. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think I think I think that's exactly right. It's not a big enough issue for the other side to, you know, the you know, the Democrats are not trying to take people's gun. They don't care no. right now. There's no. so much other stuff that there is There is that way needs, too many other things needs to and be they repaired. are going to have their hands full with just getting this coronavirus under control and getting people back to work. Yeah. That is going to be the number one concern of the next 4 years. It's, it's and it's going to take all of that year time too. It will. It will. Yeah, it absolutely will. Um, I, I how so? How do you get? How do you get someone? Like so? Okay, I guess to backing up a little bit. So someone that says, "Hey, the economy. Let's handle the economy," because that's something I just happen to know about. Mm-hmm. So with the economy, and they say, "Oh, the economy is really good under Trump right now," and then it was just because mm-hmm. of coronavirus that it's not. And and if they they look at it and you say, "Okay, why?" Right, and maybe they will say, "I can tell you, four hundred one k." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but their 401ks got trashed with Corona, right? Now they're right. kind of back, mm-hmm. right? So is that because of Trump to them? Well, I don't know. But if I was them, I mean, there's a part of me that just kind of goes, hmm, if my 401k was doing really good right now, uh, I almost might want to think about it, what I'm going to do with it. Because uh, I'll be honest, I kind of do feel that everything's going to tank and it's going to tank hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's my gut. My gut says, hey, you might want to protect yourself in some way. I don't think I'd leave mine there. Maybe for the younger people. The younger people could leave theirs because they're going to have time. But the older folks, they may not want to leave it there. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. It's like you see these – you see the – this this idea that storm okay, Trump, is coming. Trump, Trump was responsible for the economy. I know, but I'm trying to like that doesn't get through to them because they just see their 401k balance and whatever. Like so, case in point, where we are now versus where we were in February. In February, let's say the numbers are roughly the same right now with what's going on with the Dow and everything else. Right. So the the interesting thing about it is that especially when you look at what's happening in the markets, it is two completely different economies right now. Mm-hmm. So you have tech where everybody went into you know had to do zoom calls all of a sudden like everybody everybody knows how to do zoom like i was doing zoom right. before and now Don't the joke is like even my mom knows how to use zoom right so yeah like, i'm getting good right and, and technically <laughs> technically to be to be fair you were ahead of the curve by a couple of months we started mm-hmm. using zoom before you had to do with this stuff um <laughs> so you already had experience but so we you know tech you know the yeah, amazons and googles and, and microsoft and facebook they're exploding Yes, they, they are. are. And they 25% will continue. of the market. They are 25% of how the how that market average is figured out for something mm-hmm. like the Nasdaq or the S&P. So they they are exploding. They're pulling up those averages. So when you see the headlines of oh, S&P's hitting new records, it's because these very few companies have a very large chunk of that average. This is how math is working right now. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other companies like Ford and General Electric and everything else that are just devastated by this yes. that are not coming back. Mm-hmm. And so you have this, this dichotomy in the when the headline, it looks really fine because you're like, oh, the numbers are back to where they were. But how they got back there is super important. 
And when you realize like, wow, that's because there's like seven stocks that did incredibly well. And if mm-hmm. those seven stocks tank, everything gets decimated quickly mm-hmm. because yep. seven's easy to tank really quickly. It's, it's hard to tank 600 stocks at once. It's pretty easy to do it to seven. So right. that stuff is, is, in, is absolutely out there. And the way that the economy got boosted in the first place was because of these tax cuts that Trump did where mm-hmm. he sent, you know, reduced corporate rates. They bought back their stock. When you buy back stock, which is what most of these companies did, they uh-huh. bought back their stock. It's less stock out there. It's supply and demand. Stocks go right. up because their job as a CEO is to make sure the stock price goes up because exactly. their job is to satisfy the shareholders. So this is what makes the economy look like it's doing well, but how it's getting there is not great. Right. So, I mean, and if you, if you just look at Trump as a business guy, and you think, because people have this in their head because of The Apprentice, that Trump is some brilliant business dude, yeah. right? Because he's A, he says it all the time. And so they just repeat it. But when you look at businesses that this guy has run, and this is not like when he was a kid and he was starting to figure himself out, whatever else. This is like when he was already successful and doing his things, he puts his name on everything. So you had Trump Steaks, Go Trump, Trump Airlines, Trump Vodka, Trump Mortgage, Trump The Game, Trump Magazine, Trump University, Trump Ice, the New Jersey Generals, Tour to Trump, Trump Network, Trumped, all of them went bankrupt. Trump mm-hmm. Taj Mahal, Trump's Cashel, Trump Plaza Casinos, Trump Plaza Hotel, Trump Hotels and Casino Resorts, Trump Entertainment Resorts, all went to uh, sought bankruptcy, bankruptcy protection. So yep. this is a guy who just knows you just keep going until you don't go anymore. Then you go to bankrupt and you just wipe out all the debt and you move on. You, right. you take your money, you move on. That's how he plays the game. He's mm-hmm. doing that with the country because that's all he knows. I don't right. technically fault him for that. That's how it works in business. That's the rules of well, business. It's not the I rules remember, of a country. And I remember years ago him saying, hey, I'm doing it and it's legal. And mm-hmm. it was. And he said, there's loopholes. Right. He just knows the loopholes. Right. And he's right. And the bottom line is. They need to do something about all that. But these loopholes are temporary. So you get these temporary boosts to a certain thing and the cost, the long-term cost of nobody's, I don't want to get, I I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm, if I'm an older person and I'm nearing, like I've got five years left on this planet, then maybe I'm all for, I don't care. Goose the market, get what you can because I want to party. But if I've got 10 years or more left, you got to realize this first boost that you're going to get is going to dramatically cut back down. Uh-huh. Because of how it got there. It's a, it's a fake. It's, it's not because the country produced more value for the American citizens and for the world. It wasn't produced by value. It's produced by moving numbers around. That's the problem. And so, and people aren't realizing that, right? That, that business is here to provide value. That's why businesses are there. You create a business, you provide value to the marketplace. The marketplace rewards the business by sending value back, right? They buy your stuff, new products and services. That hasn't happened. That's not how we got here. We just goose the numbers and move numbers around. That's not a better economy. That's just a, it looks better on the surface, but no one's, you know, they're not, not not saying no one. There's a lot of people who are scratching the surface going, yeah, this isn't right. We got to fix this because, but there are people who want to find out, you know, behind the headline, what it is. So how do you get somebody to go behind the headline? Because you've told me this, that there are people saying this about the economy. He's got this great, great economy. You've got people saying he's got uh, immigration. Right, because all immigration is, you know, perfect, but whatever. Um, and then the gun thing. So, but how do you get somebody to go that next level and not just stop there? Because it feels like an excuse yeah. where it's just lazy thinking, where it's like, ah, oh, now he's guns and that's my thing, so I'm going to stop there. Or economy, so I'm going to stop there. Or immigration, so I'm going to stop there. You know, you know what I see. Yeah, because even even 
yesterday it was stated to me, you know, I really just don't get into politics. And so I, I, I'm not going to go there. So the bottom line is it's, it's tunnel vision. You know, they're looking at one little view, but they're not willing to look at the whole mushroom. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm wondering how tunnels and mushrooms got together in that analogy. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Or so maybe, maybe it's a simile or a metaphor. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm, not, I'm not perfect. I don't way. know. <laughs> but yeah, I like, I like the tunnel and the mushroom. It's to, your old mom. I have no idea how that just happened in your head. But that's, I'm imagining a tunnel with mushrooms at the end. I'm not sure what you're, what was that? All right, an explosion. Let's, How's let's that? Tr- <laughs> So now it's a mushroom cloud. Okay. That, at least I understand how you got to that part. Okay. Uh, so there, there, I get, I get the, I get the tunnel vision. I, I get, I guess it's like, it doesn't affect me as much as maybe some of that where they're like, exactly. Oh. but then if it doesn't affect you, then don't vote. Like well, I would, I would rather, thing. I'd rather you, especially if they're a Trump voter, I'd be them. like, that's don't, the thing. don't, that's the thing. Don't, don't just mindlessly give away your vote then if you're not going to, because the thing is, I think Americans as a, as a whole, Americans mm-hmm. have shirked responsibility. We've mm-hmm. been taught it's somebody else's problem right. for a long, long time and that we're perfect right. and okay, especially the newer generations, these younger generations where it's like everybody gets a trophy and everybody's a winner. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like, that's just not the world. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, you can build skills and it's okay to, mm-hmm. to fail, quote unquote, because it gives mm-hmm. you feedback on where you can improve things if you want, where it teaches mm-hmm. you where, where, you know, things that maybe you're not good at, that you can go focus on areas that you are good at, right? That's how we learn. We need that feedback and we need personal responsibility. And so it's like, I think there's a personal responsibility to at least look at it and make an educated decision. And because the thing is, what if they're wrong? What if in their ignorance, because they didn't want to deal with it because they're quote unquote not political, they are just giving their vote to this other guy, which does do incredible damage. Mm-hmm. You know, look what he's been meddling with Iran. That's the other thing. Golly, there's so much stuff. So Iran, he goes back to Iran trying to enforce, make Iran because Iran basically is like, okay, screw you guys. We're doing nukes now. Right. Because mm-hmm. he left the agreement. Right. Because he got his Venus bonnet that he's going to do this. So then he, now he's trying to work and say, no, Iran, we have, we got to do sanctions against Iran. He wants the world to basically make Iran pay, basically fulfill their agreement to the agreement that we left. But he's saying, no, no, you still have to do it now. But we're the ones that broke that agreement because of Trump. And now that, now that there's consequences over making a snap minute, a snap decision that, you know, nobody thinks through because this is the kind of leader we have. Now that there's consequences, they're like, no, no, you have to, but you know, we're, we're not part of the agreement, but you still have to do it. And Iran's like, no, we don't. And the rest of the world is like, they kind of don't like we wanted them too. This is why we wanted to work together as a, as a bunch of countries to help wrangle some of these harder players to work. You don't work independently. And now, you know, this, this is the Trump administration has brought us here. So mm-hmm. these things of like, it doesn't affect you. It sure will. And it can in really dangerous ways. So if you're going to, if you're going to like not care about your vote, then could you at least not care about it and give it to Biden? Because who cares? You're not political anyway. It doesn't matter. Give it to Biden then. What's the harm in that? If you're not political, that's what I would say. If you're not political, then go Biden. Mm-hmm. If you go, well, no, I can't do that. Well, then you're obviously political. So let's talk about it. That's period, right? Like that's how you would call That's how I would call that out. If you're not political, then give it to Biden. Don't, don't do it to Trump. Because if it doesn't matter to you anyway, then at least go for the, you know, because Trump is, is, you already see kind of the mess that we have. 
And you're kind of leaning that direction if you give him the vote. And Biden, at least is, if you just watch anything he's said, anything that's going to be going on this next week with the Democrats, there's at least something, it seems like better, but at the very least different that we can get. From well, we've you know, the other thing I don't understand is if it, all they have to do is watch him in his speeches and basically him, when him you being sit Trump there, or Biden. Yeah, Trump, Trump. Mm-hmm. When you watch Trump in his speeches, basically I sit there and I watch him and I'm like, you know what? He's not saying anything. No, because he doesn't have anything to say. There's he no, has nothing no to thoughts. say. There is nothing there. It's nope. empty. It's all, all it's about is everybody's against me. You know, yes. I mean, come on. You're not telling me how you're going to fix this problem. You're not telling me how you're going to do this problem. You're just in desperation at this point. Have you heard about the, the MyPillow guy stuff that also happened this week? God, the what? Stuff. This MyPillow guy. That no, is, that I did not. What is okay. that? So the MyPillow guy is like some dude that's on infomercial selling a pillow. And he's like this big evangelical Christian dude. He's running Trump's campaign in um, Minnesota, I believe. Um, and, and, you know, he was brought on as one of these business people that was going to help solve coronavirus where he, it was just, and then he went off in this weird thing about God and Trump was like, I didn't know he was going to do that. It was just weird. Anyway, this guy's been around for a while. It's super, super staunch Republican, but like, you know, definitely in Trump camp, like mm-hmm. unapolog- unapologetically. So he's in there. He goes to Trump, has a, has a one-on-one meeting with him about some other drug. And I don't remember the name of it, but it's just Googled Pelo guy and coronavirus. And you'll see this. He's got this miracle cure that comes out that is actually a toxic poison derived by plants, right? So it's this toxic poison that can, is just every medical thing out there has debunked this. It's not a thing, but he's given it to Trump. And now Trump is out there talking about it. He's not talking about it as much as he did with hydroxychloroquine, but he's not not talking about it. He's not saying, no, that's not good. He's doing this. And of course, the MyPillow guy owns the company or has ownership in this company that is the only distributor of this thing. So it's so like obvious of what this dude is doing and that Trump isn't going back to him saying, yeah, we're not, that's not a thing. Like this is going to hurt people. No, Trump's not going to do that because it helps Trump to have this guy running his stuff. It helps Trump to have people talking about, you know, this coronavirus thing and Pelo guy. It's like, this is the stuff where I'm like, do we want four more years of this? Like Trump's already off the hook because the impeachment failed, you know? And he got this big boost of like, I can do whatever the hell I want now. He's clearly done. And now four more years will just be unimaginable, the damage, unimaginable, the damage. So again, anybody who's not political, throw your vote to Biden because it doesn't matter anyway. Right. If you're not political, if you're like, I don't even care anymore, throw it to Biden then, please. Because th- the thing is, if you're wrong, if you're wrong about Biden, you get a normal Biden, normal politics, whatever, like not that bad. Right. The big Democrats thing is like rich people can't make as much money. Like that's their big damage that they might do. That's mm-hmm. not that big a deal. Trump's yeah, that damage was one thing is that was brought ridiculous. Up to me about the taxes. Taxes are going up anyway. Well, and that's matter. the thing. I mean, what I and, and that's one thing I said is, you know, you have to look at who it is they're taxing. Yes. You know, you really Taxes are going up and they're that. not going to tax poor people and they're probably no. not going to tax middle to lower income. Because no, because they're wanting to try and help us get out of that. Exactly right. It's going to be the high it's going to be the 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 very wealthy. You know, it'll be it'll because be taxes over five hundred thousand incomes. Right. And if you stop and think about it, if they tax the higher, 
and they're trying to help the lower to build themselves up, if the lower happens to get up to that higher tax bracket, what does it help? Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm, that kind of made me total mushroom again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying like, the, the, you know, basically you're helping the person come up the ladder? Right. So when right. you get when you get higher, when that person does grow and they start making five hundred thousand and they get yes. to this tax level where maybe half their income right. is being taxed, I don't honestly think that's even the number. Maybe it is, but who cares? At a certain right. point, at a certain point, there's a you have a lot of money, you know, right. and it's okay to help out somebody else with make a lot of money. The reason that's okay, because I know that and I was kind of like this. I, I understand it where I'm like, well, screw you, I got mine. Right. Mm-hmm. I there's a there's a big part of me that is libertarian, huge part of me but I understand that that does not work in a community. Libertarians right. do not, it doesn't work in a, libertarianism doesn't work in a community because you have to feed the dirt that you grew from. If you right. do not fertilize the garden, the garden's eventually going to die out. Like it has to be replenished. And so it's the same thing with the economy, with society. We have to replenish. We have to help people grow. And the more people that we're helping to grow, maybe we don't personally make, you know, a trillion dollars or a billion dollars like some of these headlines, you know, out there with these other guys are. But if I'm making a couple of million a year, like I'm probably going to be okay. I think I can survive. Well, and and if I can help other people do that, that's do more important for society. Live. That's the thing. And, and, and if I'm helping other people, like die. it makes the society better. Like my, my entire environment will be better. I won't have to spend as much as my own personal money because the environment's better, you know? And that's, that's the whole point is it helps everybody succeed. It helps us as a country. And again, we can take over the the leadership mantle from the world, which I think we should have personally. I think we are one of the, the the best society that's out there. Not one of, we are the best society that's out there. We've got the most potential and we have for hundreds of years because this experiment worked very well, very quickly and took off. And it's been doing that until very recently where we basically threw it back in the world and said, you guys figure it out. We're going to go take our toys and go home. And the world kind of is. And now they're looking at company, you know, places like China because the rest of the world doesn't have anywhere else to go except China's stepping up. That's hugely dangerous for 20 or 30 years out. But everyone's caring about the 401k today. And I'm like, the, the price that we are paying for this, which again, if you're not political, vote Biden. That's what I would say. If you're not political, vote Biden. And if you're a real Republican, you got to vote Biden. If you're a real Republican, if you're a conspiratorial Republican, I get it, right? The one issue Republican, fine. But man, if, if, if you care about your Republican party for the long term, not just for this election, but you're like, okay, in 10 years, which is kind of where I am, to be honest, I want to be able in 10 years, I want to be able to come out and say, hey, I'm a, I'm a Republican, but I can't do that now because that R is just weird. So well, but if I, I will come tell out and say this. in 10 years, I want this, I could do that. You know, I and, and I have said this too. I am a Republican, but that does not mean I cannot vote for a Democrat. Right. And I can't even come myself Republican right now because it just feels icky. I'm just like I just can't. It's just horrible. There's a so lot of good. I'm, I'm still independent. There. That's my point. There are, but they also have to stand up and fight back, fight for their party, which a mm-hmm. lot are. I mean, if you if we had said this, oh yeah, they together, are. If we had said this stuff six months ago, you'd have been like, that's crazy. No one's going to do that. And right. now you look here, you got the, the Lincoln Project. You got Republicans voting against Trump, the LVAT.org, yep. right? You've got governors, Republic. There was something like 70 different Republicans that were part of this Democratic National yep. Convention. Like yep. 70. It's a lot for, for quote, going the enemy camp. I have never heard of that ever happening before. Right. That's, that is a true, for me, that's like the true <clears throat> Republican of like, okay, like, enough's enough the reality show's over this has to be canceled 
we, right. we're, this is not a fun, you know, because honestly, like I was the same way when Trump first got in. I did not do it. It kept me awake all night. I thought it was a horrible error. And I went, maybe, maybe this guy will be amazing. And I can go back and be like, oh, I was wrong. I didn't take the risk and I was wrong. I was totally right in my head. I'm like, this guy's not great at all. And so now the Republicans are starting to, some Republicans are starting to pull, pull, pull back. So, but again, if you're not political, then vote Biden. Mm-hmm. Easy. You have to, you have to know the whole picture. If you don't know the whole picture, you're not going to be able to understand it. Right. To be able to you, vote correctly. And, and the whole picture is tough because it's so big, but at least you have to well, understand. Well, it is big. And you know, it's you have to understand two or three steps. That's, I think, honestly, I think that's it. You would understand two or three steps of the bigger picture. You don't need mm-hmm. to know the whole chessboard. You just need to know a couple of rows of it. But if right. you just get told from somebody else and you're just repeating somebody else's thing and you make that excuse of I'm not political, then either don't vote because you're not political or vote Biden because it doesn't matter anyway because you're not political. Who cares? Right. Right. It doesn't right. affect you anyway. It doesn't actually trickle down to you. Then fine, vote Biden because what's the harm? It doesn't right. matter anyway to you. Right. So that's what I would say. I would, I would try to get as many of those votes as I possibly could, you know, because the staunch Republicans just they're, they, they aren't going to think about it and they're not going to look at it. Mm-hmm. They just won't. And there's a lot of them out there. It's like 35% now of the country is, is Trumper, right? Mm-hmm. 40%, I think, in the latest poll is, is Trumper. So you got 40% of the – and his number, is, that's kind of been his bottom, right? Like it's, that hasn't gone down. That's remained steady. But that's just the R people, I think, people that are just, oh, we vote Republican because we vote Republican. And the more Republicans that are coming out, and if you are one of these Republicans who's coming out like you are, saying I'm going to vote Democrat this because I care more about the, you know, America – than I do the Republicans right now. And at the same time, you're, you, I think you're helping the Republican Party because you're going to snap leadership back or replace Well, that's it just it. You want to help your own party. That's the bottom line. And the country. More importantly, right. the country. But there is a middle ground. There yep. is a middle ground, which is why we have both Democrat and Republican. It has to be a middle ground. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. It's going to be – it's interesting times. That's all I can say. <clears throat> very interesting times. That is a fact. So now, so, so what do you, what do you do from here to the election? Cause this is kind of showtime at this point, right? Like it's like starting to get to the, and I don't count Trump out at all. I don't Trump, you know, anything can happen and this guy will do anything. We still have debates to go through. Um, so as much as things look like they're going in the right direction to this present I'm really, time, really can totally change. To what the debates do because I'm really, really wanting to see uh, if he'll shoot himself in the foot more. Trump or Biden? Oh, Trump. Let's see, I wonder if both. I think it's possible yeah. Biden does. Um, I think I, I think the deal is like Biden gaffes, and the, they have to handle that from a PR perspective to be like, yes, he gaffes. And it, you know what right. was was I, I was watching Stephen Colbert um, do his little late, late show monologue, and at the end he kind of did this like he got real serious on this thing, and he's like, Biden gaffes, but he gaffes because his heart moves faster than his head. And I was like, oh, it's brilliant. Oh, I like they, that. They say that over and over. Like, yes, every time there's a gaffe, you got to remember it's because he cares so much that his, his heart's moving faster than, his, than he can think. But, you know, words. all you have to do, too, is watch Biden when he was able to get out with the people. Yes. You know what? Everybody should watch. Look, look for the – and I don't know his name, so, but there's a stuttering kid that was part yes. of the DNC. Have the people who are like, I'm not political, 
watch that video, just that. If they want to pick one thing and be the one thing people, give them one thing to look at for Biden and then pick anything they want for Trump. Just do that one stuttering kid where he talked about Biden helping him, that he met him a few months ago and Biden sat down with him and helped him with his thing because Biden used to stutter and he helped the kid through stuttering. And you tell me that one thing against, I'll put that one thing up against anything you ever want to see from Trump that he's ever done in his entire life, any video at all. Show me where Trump sat down with anybody and helped them out. You know why? There's nothing. That's not who Trump is. And you look at Biden, you go, who do we want in the White House? What kind of character do I want in the White House? To your point, right? This character, what, what, is, what does it mean to be American? What does it represent to the world that we want to have, right? And you can't just like, to your point, you can't just say, ah, you just skip. Don't worry about the character part. He, he built the wall, which he didn't do. So, you know, to, to show people that video and say, listen, sit down for just a few minutes and then watch this. Forget about economy. Forget about other stuff. Watch this and who this type of guy is against anything Trump has done, which is where I think, I think, and again, I would, I'm willing to be wrong, right? I, I, but I think the Democrat National Convention is going to be really hard to follow because Republicans don't have a platform other than we're not Democrats and the Democrats uh-huh. are going to destroy your lives. That's it. They're just don't go with the other guy. That's their platform. So I'm really curious to hear what the Republicans are going to do. Yes, it's going to be, but all, all, all it's going to be is Democrats are going to take your guns, so you, you can't vote for Democrats. Democrats are going to let immigrants come in, so you can't vote for Democrats. Democrats are going to destroy the economy, so you can't vote for Democrats. That's what it's going to be. It's not going to be any, and Democrats are going to make coronavirus worse, maybe. Probably not, because he's really not strong on that. But, uh, but at least those three, that's what it'll be. And it won't be, here's how we're going to handle immigration, and here's how we're going to handle guns, or here's how we're going to, because they don't have anything. No, it's not. It. It's just, their other guys are going to destroy it, so that's why you have to stay with us. But there is no plan. There's not in healthcare. There's no plan, you know. And as the, the nation the gets thing older, is what I want, you know, I think the big thing is Biden is correct about one thing: uh, is that the number one thing they have to tackle is this coronavirus. Yes. And get it under control. And 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 how Trump seems to think he's going to do that, it isn't happening anyway. Trump's not doing that. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's not doing it. He's, he's literally. You have is, to look is, at what's happening today, not what talk, all the other issues are going to be later. And talk about talk about this this idea of shirking responsibility. Right. Which, again, Americans as a whole, as you go from World War One and two, where mm-hmm. and, uh, admittedly, the world was very, very different. But there was a personal responsibility of people got stuff done. They took responsibility. They helped society like it was a different world. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and again, not for everybody. Like I get that. There was definite, definite things that were not right back then. So mm-hmm. this is not a make America great like it was back then. because there were some horrible things going on too. But there was this responsibility. Then in the 60s, there was more responsibility. We started growing from that, taking more responsibility. And then this weirdness came up where everybody became, you know, good. And it was bad to, to feel failure in any way, shape or form. And you got this Trump guy who is shirking responsibility every possible way. So if it's going to go right, he is the first guy to jump up and tell you how amazing he is. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it's going to go wrong, he is the first guy to be like, I cannot believe those people are messing this up, which is why he's pushing it to the states. 
because he has no plan at all for coronavirus. So he pushes it to the states and then he can blame the state's governors, which he will only really talk about the Democrat state governors because this guy is not a pull together America, which is the other huge theme you saw with the DNC. It was pull everybody together. Let's get together. We got to heal our nation. Right. Mm-hmm. And bring bring everybody together from different viewpoints and that everybody's going to get what they want. But we're all going to move forward as a whole versus Trump's like completely pointing against the other guy, keeping them down. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that's what I so I don't I don't think he's going to have it. I don't think they're going to bring up Corona. I mean, it would not be good if they brought up coronavirus because they don't have any good, you know, nope. there's there no real good. good thing to stand on. They have to avoid coronavirus. They have to avoid health care. And they have to folk, they have to just care. They have to hope that guns, which again, NRA, what they just got, you know, being kicked out of, of uh, New York for fraud. So there's right. a great organization. So NRA, and again, nothing against gun control. Like I'm all for people having guns. Don't get me wrong. But they're, you know, at a certain point, you look at this thing that you're supporting, you go like, wow, all those people just stole a bunch of my money. Like you got to be upset about that, I would think, but maybe not. So you got the gun control thing, the immigration thing, and the economy thing. And that's really it. And they got to hope that no one's looking and scratching the surface of the economy one, because that's not really there. There's a lot of people screaming that are true, just business people. Like for, they don't, they care more about green than they do red or blue, <laughs> you know? And those yeah. people are like, yeah, you, you can see what they're doing with their money and you know, something's coming because you can see what's going on. And, and so there's, there's definitely some calamity coming forth the economy. So I wouldn't scratch the surface too much on that one. Though he's going to, he's going to just sit for headlines because that's what he's hoping people will just do is right. just not question and be like, oh, well, I guess so. But I really, I thought the DNC did a good job of pre- presenting Joe Biden as a person and, yeah. and hitting that over and over and over again. And again, watch that stuttering kid because I, God, I wish I, I could look up his name. Uh, in fact, I, I know I can look up his name, so I'm going to do that. Um, just to give him credit because the fact that he did what he did um, and, you know, did that video and powered through it. And, you know, it was amazing. He's 13 years old. So Braden Harrington, that's who that is. Braden with a Y B R A Y D E N. So Braden Harrington, we'll link to it in, uh, in our YouTube videos. So people can, and I'll put it in the show notes too. So you can, so they can watch that, but it is, it is, uh, you know, really, really good video just to kind of go like, wow, this is the kind, this is, it's an, it's an, it's an inspiring thing. It's like, here's this guy who's running for president who took some time to be like, I was like you, let me, let me just help you out, kid. And that just seems like that's who we want. You know, that's who I want anyway, obviously. Um, so, but you know, the one good thing this week is I didn't hear you backtrack at all. I was getting kind of worried the last couple of times we've talked. <laughs> When, when Kamala Harris, uh, Kamala Harris came out, I was, I was getting a little, uh, you know, uh, I like that. She's a fighter. I like, I'm not opposed to her being a fighter. I think what it mostly boils down to, it's the verbiage. You that know, don't use anybody. What does that mean? How you, how you present it. You know, yeah, you don't give, come across give, give as a, a Gestapo. Mandatory. The word mandatory. You don't need to, you know, there's just certain ways of handling things. Like I, I was talking to somebody this week and I said, you know what the bottom line is? I really think that when in our government, we need to have counselors in there. We need counselors for everybody in our we, government. Like, because you mean they like need therapists? to learn how to talk to people. Yeah. 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 They at least need good, better PR people. To be like, oh, I would, I wouldn't say that. They are not talking to them in 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 a way 
you know, it's more like, I'm doing this and you're going to do this. And, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. That's not yeah. the way, that's not the way to get votes. Yeah. And I, I don't know that she does that a lot. So I would, I'd like to dive deeper into that next week All right, um, we'll do that. To, to go into VP versus VP. Cause I know you've done research on Pence, which I haven't cause I'm just kind of done with them, but I would love, you know, cause I know you're, you're uh, trying to help, I guess, basically help other people that are still voting for Trump at this point as best we can to say, there is, there is this, just consider this other thing. You don't have to still vote. You don't have to vote Biden if you don't want to, but at least, at least look at it. Cause sometimes when you see the, when you look, there is, there is that, Oh, okay. But if you just never look, you never know. And, and right. I don't, I don't understand that unwillingness to know. Well, and the mm-hmm. other thing is, you know, I also have to, I also keep it in my mind that I agree to disagree. And that they have to agree that we disagree. And that's okay. Everybody's got an opinion. So I'm not going to be able to, I can point out my views. I think just as to why, as as, you know, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit stronger toward that because yeah, you there's are. consequences. And, and I'm looking at it going. But all you can do is present the facts. Yeah. If, all they can, if they look at them. But that's, well, that's the issue. The the Republicans, Republicans are not known for liking facts. That's you know I mean? the problem. The problem is what I am seeing is all the folks that I talk to, they just are not researching the facts. That's what it all boils down and to. And that's the thing. Way. If they just looked at it for themselves, I'd be happy with that because that's right. what you did. Which you just went, you went, nah, that's not right. Let me go find out. And you went, ooh, oh, yeah, And then did. you were like, holy cow, I'm done. Like, you know, that's, right. and that's what everybody will do if they just look. And I don't understand and like I why, said, why it's so afraid to look. And if you're not political, then vote Biden anyway, because it clearly doesn't matter to you. So what's the harm? Right. And you know? like I said, it doesn't mean I'm still not a Republican. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think, I think if any, honestly, this is why, you know, I, and I truly believe this. this isn't just a line. If you're a true Republican, you have no choice but to vote Biden because you care that much about your own party. Because you're, you're, you're sending, you're sending a signal to your country, number one, but, but on, even, even the Americans. people who are more to the party, even for them, you have to send a signal to your leadership that this has gone off the rails so far off the rails. You're not even, whatever the word is, that's beyond off-road. Like there's like the mm-hmm. freeway, the on-ramp, and then you go off-road and then whatever is next, like that's where you are right now, Republican Party. And uh-huh. that's what the leaders took them because uh-huh. of apathy and not caring and, you know, everything else that goes on. So right. the, 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 if you're a real Republican, I think voting for Biden is the only patriotic thing you can do to support your own party in the long term. Yes, it's going to be a temporary hit to them, but they need it. And then new leaders will come in and they will take it back onto the on-ramps and back hopefully into the freeway where they can actually get some stuff done that they, that they're really good at. I mean, there, there are some fantastic things with the Republican party, but right now they can't get anything done because they don't have any, there are no more ideas. Right. They're just about conspiracy theories and Democrats are going to do all this nasty stuff. And that's all anybody keeps repeating. So the more people we can get to at least look at something I think is, is important, at least question it, do your research. And if you decide after your research, it's the same thing. Okay. I agree with you. I, I'd be, I'd be happy to be like, agree to disagree as long as you look at it. But if you don't look at it, then it just seems like that's a dangerous, dangerous waste. And then 20 years when your kids look back and say, wow, you, you did that. Like you were 
Look at all in our history books. They talk about this presidency being the worst ever. I wonder who supported this guy, how obvious this would be. And they're going to be like, yeah, I did it twice. Which you don't <laughs> want to do, right? Once, fine. I'll give you once. Because honestly, there was a part of me that was curious. Maybe he was going to uh-huh. be amazing. I don't know. I didn't vote for him, but I at least held out a little bit of hope. But to people who do it twice, you know what you're getting and you're asking right. for more. So just keep that in mind and watch Braden Harrington. He's a kid that starts. Watch that. It'll bring a tear to your eye and it'll make you, it'll make you go like this. This is who I want as part of the presidency. Mm-hmm. It'll change. Yeah, how he you truly cares people. about the people. You hundred percent cares about the people. And then all anything, you have to do is watch some of the past videos of him meeting people and how and he honestly, genuinely what you're, them. what you're just saying there. I'm just saying, pick this one kid video. Yeah. Right? Watch that against any of the tens of thousands of videos that Trump has. Uh-huh. any of them, the best of the best that Trump has ever produced will not match this one. And you're saying there's a lot of other ones like this too. Oh, there is. Which is just to the point, like this is not a one-off. This is just who Biden is. And then you're going to uh-huh. see, oh, it's not a one-off. This is just who Trump is. Who do I want as a character? Who do I want my, my kids role modeling and going, this is how you become successful. This is how you represent America. Is that what you want as a character? If, if you know, character first, character yep. first. Uh-huh. Okay. Anything else you would like to chat about? I definitely want to make it next week. So this is your research assignment, VP to VP. Absolutely. Kamala Harris, Pence, do research against both. We'll talk about both. Sounds Um, good. And then, uh, you know, and then plus the, at that point, the RNC, we'll be able to talk about because I would have their convention. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to basically say, I think the press will be very negative toward it because the press is just negative toward Republicans. Um, which there's bias there to a lot of them. So let's say that, but I also think it won't be as good. I just don't know how they can because they don't have anything to say, except if you vote Democrat, it's going to be a horrible world. That's what they're going to say. It's my prediction. I could be totally wrong. I'm totally willing to be wrong. That's why I'm going on. I'm just waiting to see what they're going to point out. That's all. I'm just waiting to see what they're going to say that they're going to do other than if you vote for the other guy, he's going to ruin your planet. He's, or no, uh-huh. sorry, the climate. They're definitely not going to touch climate. He's just going to talk about uh, the fact that if you vote for the other guy, he's going to take your guns. If you vote for the other guy, he's going to let all the immigrants come in. And if you vote for the other, and the crime is going to go up, right? It's the other uh-huh. thing that's going to happen. And then if you vote for the other guy, the economy is going to tank. Either way, the economy is tanking, people, just so you know. That's going to happen because we need to pay for all this stuff that we're going through. Oh, it is going to tank. how the recovery has happened. It was not been, wasn't the best routes. And that's okay. It's going to tank a little bit, but it's not going to tank for everybody. People, those of us on the bottom rungs and bottom and middle rungs will actually prosper. Those at the very, very tippy top, probably going to pay some more taxes, but that's uh-huh. okay. You can afford it. Uh-huh. And I thank you in advance. All right. So with that, let's go ahead and bring it to a close. You want to tell them who they just listened to? By the way, by the way, I have to tell you, I think we have more than seven listeners right now. I know we joke about no it a way. lot. We might, we, we, might, we might be in double digits. So don't, no just saying. Way. We're getting, we're getting That's multiple, awesome. multiple listens and watches every day. So thank you for those of you who are starting to become a part of politics uh, with mom nation a little bit and you know, help, help spread the word. And again, just go to, even if you don't spread the word, if any of this helps where you're like, oh yeah, if, if my friend is saying they're not political and they're just going to vote Trump, it doesn't matter. Then have them vote Biden. Cause that by the same logic, Biden's doesn't matter either. So at least go <laughs> try to get those votes, do what you can. Cause every single possible vote matters right now until it's an overwhelming percentage. When it's Biden, 80%, Trump, 20%, then we can stop and right. coast. But right now it is way too close and way too oh, far. Oh my gosh. Yes. 
to get scary. Your yes. Okay. So on that happy that. note, let's go ahead and take us out. Thank you, thank you for listening to Politics with Mom. And you can find us at Politics with Mom on YouTube. You can find us at uh, politicswithmom at gmail.com and on Twitter at Politics with Mom. And by all means, please send in your comments. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, good, good, bad, and ugly. Like, you know, again, we're not going to agree with everybody. And we've, we've had some comments before. People have emailed us that, that are definitely not what we're thinking not in our camp and that's okay like we want to explore some of that and we doesn't mean we're going to agree with you but we're always willing Agree to, to at least look and we're always willing anyway. to look exactly right at least look and love each other anyway and with that still love you mom i love you too son you have a great week you as well we'll talk to you next week <laughs>